Hi, are you sick and tired of paying hundreds of dollars a month for cable or dish? GNR TV is your answer. These guys have an incredible 100% legal product that is a cord cutter's dream. For as low as $25 a month, you will get over 400 HD channels, including all major sports packages, pay-per-views, premium movies, and entertainment. To get started, all you need is a streaming device, such as an Amazon Fire Stick, internet, and a desire to save a ton of cash. No contracts, no credit checks, no hidden fees. I myself have been a subscriber, and I must say, this service is amazing. To learn more, search GNR TV on Facebook or Instagram, and I will also be posting a link on my pages to check out on my podcast website. Lastly, for first-time subscribers, use promo code SIRS30 to save $5 for your first month. GNR TV, streaming done right. Let's get slicing and dicing with Sir Sturdy Horror fans. On this podcast, you will hear me and a guest do some movie reviews, random funny horror chats, and whatever else comes to mind. So tune in, kick back, relax, and always remember, I'll see you in your nightmares. Well, just Jason's mask. to another awesome exciting episode of horror with sir sturdy i have michaela back and we are doing the movie death proof because of her request she loves this movie so how's it going michaela good how are you i'm doing pretty good i'm doing really good actually that's Um, good i have the movie playing in the background on my tv over here all the way down Oh, okay it's on youtube oh i didn't know that yeah i just just found it what got you? I've always had it on DVD, so. Okay, see, you didn't have to do that. I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. Really? This movie threw me off some, actually, because you know how you got the first X amount of characters. Yes. And you feel, like, when I'm watching this, I'm like, okay, there's these. You get attached to them, right? Yeah, you kind of do. And you're thinking that these are going to be the people through the whole movie that's going to be going through some wild stuff, which they did, but not the whole entire movie. Mm-hmm. And then you get a whole new cast of characters after these ones get killed off. Yep. So what it's got great. you to what got you to watch this movie? I'll ask first. Like for me, it was you and um Tyree a couple months ago told me I should check this movie out, and I did a couple months mm-hmm. ago. I haven't watched it since. I have it playing now. But what got you to really watch this movie? My dad. (laughs) Um, We love Quentin Tarantino, and it happened to be on, because people were talking about it. It was really big, because I think I watched it around the time it came out, and my dad loves action movies, and we love Kurt Russell, and so we decided to watch it, and we really loved it. It's actually a two, like, it's like a double feature. There's supposed to be another movie that goes with it, but I definitely think this is the better one of the two. What's the other? I've heard of that. What's the other double feature? I forgot the name. McGowan is actually the main character in that one. How was it? It was, it's okay, it's a zombie movie. Right. It's a little, it's like, if, if you want to watch it for the fact that there's just like a lot of blood, guts, gore, and like, it's cool, then it's good. Mm-hmm. But if you want to watch it for a good movie, then don't watch it. <laughs> I got you on there. Like, she puts like a machine gun, she like becomes an amputee, and she like attaches a machine gun and starts shooting people from like the machine gun on her like amputee leg, and it's and she's a stripper too. I. I have to check that. So out. like, so if you want to watch it because it's entertaining, yes, it's entertaining as all hell. But that, but I like Death Proof more. Okay. Mhm. Have to check that out. I'm definitely gonna have to check that out. Mhm. What What attached me to this movie? I love cars, especially the older classic muscle cars. That right there, when I seen, I was like, "There's some cool freaking cars in this movie." Really cool yeah. cars in this movie. <laughs> And then I got a little upset when they were crashing. I'm like, come on now. This is this is abuse. But I get it. Mm-hmm. And I think I said this to you before. I know I definitely said it to somebody. I felt like this was a movie within a movie. Like, just 
Mm-hmm. Right? The guy was like a, what was he, ex-race car driver or stuntman? Stuntman Stunt Mike. Stuntman Mike, there you go. Everyone thought, by the way, because because uh, once a time time in Hollywood just came out, mm-hmm. everyone thought since um, Kurt Russell was in it, he was going to play Stuntman Bob, but he didn't. It was kind of a disappointment, but yeah. I, I heard people saying that too, but I was like, is this a movie within a movie? Because the, like, the way the way it ended and everything, I was I was so confused. It seems like movie. it. Yeah, I love the ending. I love the song at the credits. It's um, Chick Habit by, I can't think of the band's name, but it, I love that song. Like when that song starts playing, yeah. I don't know why. It just, it just like, it's a great, it's a great song. The ending is amazing. It's a great movie. I love Kurt Russell. Seeing him as a bad guy is like weird, but... I love him so much. Is that one of your reasons why you like this movie so much? Because you have a crush on Kurt Russell? Oh, oh yeah, sure. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Kurt Russell's great. But, like, this is one of the movies mm-hmm. that really got me to thinking that, like, Quentin Tarantino has a foot fetish. Like, since then, it's been confirmed. But, like, you know when he's, like, tickling the girl's foot in the yeah. window? You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah and... Like, I'm like at the very beginning, but you see the girl with her feet hanging out the window. He shows it a few times. I'm like, okay, I know her feet are hanging out the window. That mm-hmm. is kind of funny. Watch every Quentin Tarantino movie. There's women with bare feet. Yeah, I mean, dust till, from Dust Till Dawn, Clint, George Clooney does a shot off of Salma Hayek's foot. Like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> but hey, people, people like feet. Some people do. Mm-hmm. Mhm. I'm not kink shaming. Sorry, anybody out there who's oh, got a. There's no shame on this. Okay, it's just weird it. to me. It's just weird to me. Yeah, it is. It is. It's very. Weird. <laughs> I don't see the. I don't like feet. I don't see the big thing about feet. <laughs> I don't either. Hey, whatever. Mhm. <laughs> whatever floats your boat, though. Yeah. <laughs> I will say though. Again, the cars and the women. That's what attracted me to the movie. With you guys talking oh, yes. about it. And then, like, the kills were cool. Like, I like how gory it was. Oh, yes. The accidents and all that. That was kind of cool. With the foot? The with the leg. The leg. Ooh. Yeah. I will not put my foot on a dashboard or out the window ever again. I've never done that, so I guess I don't have to worry about <laughs> ever doing that again. That, is that a female thing? I think so, because, like, we'll just stick our feet up on the dash. It's, like, common, and I see it a lot. But, like, now I'm, like, don't do it. Watch Death Proof. Like, don't do it. I, I have to ask why. Is it, like, a com- is it comfortable? It doesn't look comfortable. Yeah. Like, to put your feet up, it's kind of comfortable, because, like, after you've been in a car for a long time, and, like, your feet are, like, cramping, it's nice to, like, put them up somewhere. I guess. I just, that's just, like, I'm just... I don't know, I'm not, because I think, I'm like, that. this just doesn't seem like a good idea to just have my feet hanging on, hanging out the window or sitting on the dashboard, it just, <laughs> it doesn't seem comfortable. It might be a female thing, because I don't think I've ever seen a guy stick his foot on the dashboard or out the window. I don't think so either. I had a, my cousin, she would used to, when she used to drive, she used to have like one leg up in the seat just chilling. Oh yeah? Yeah, I'm like, what the I, is I, this? I used to do that before, like, 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 just stick your foot up, like. Like, kind of bent like yeah, that? Yep, yeah, like I used that. to drive like that. I guess it's a crazy <laughs> woman thing. <laughs> Definitely is a crazy woman thing. Mm. This movie kind of starts... It's It doesn't even start out slow, really. I mean, well, it's Tarantino. It's very dialogue-y. Yeah, it is. It is very But dialogue-y. I love it. You love it? Like, the seat... Yeah, like the scene in the bar when they're talking about her as like the radio host and she's talking to her friend saying like, oh, a guy's got to come up to you and say this poem. And if he says this poem, you got to give him a lap dance. Like the dialogue is just so great. I don't know why, but Quentin Tarantino movies always have the best dialogue scenes. They do have a lot of dialogue in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually at that scene now where they're just, I don't know what, I can't hear what they're saying, but they're all, the girls are sitting around the bar talking and smiling and laughing. <laughs> drinks. Mm-hmm. Like My sister memorized the poem. I haven't. I just know the, can you hear me, butterfly? <laughs> but my sister hasn't memorized. Really? So she loves this movie too? Yes, very much so. My favorite line, that's her favorite line. My favorite line is when he's in the car with Rose McGowan's character and he's like, well, uh, which way are you going? And she's like, I think she says right. And he goes, oh, well, that's 
that's bad news because I got to go left. And like, you know, if you had to go left, it'd be a, a little bit longer before you started getting scared. But now you better start getting scared. And then he starts taking off. And then like, then he really started getting the feel of like his character. And then he, um, and then this, the line when he's like, I told you this car was dead, death proof. Well, it's true, but you really got to be sitting in my seat. And then he just like slams on the brakes, smashes her face into the dashboard. Yes, yes that was great. Great scene. <laughs> I could watch this just for the kills. Yes. Just for the, the kills kill. in the car was, like, really great. Like, when the how they stop it and they go back and they show you everyone's individual that, death. That, that's another reason why I felt like after I watched the full movie and the way it ended, I was like, I feel like this is a movie within a movie because of certain things like that, how they would go back for certain kills, like you're just saying, and show you it again, but show you mm-hmm. every single person, the way they got killed, what killed them in the car. I'm just like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Cool, because you don't see that with movies much, if at all. You'll see, you see, say, Final Destination, for example. You'll see a bunch of people get killed. Mm-hmm. They'll show that in one scene, but they're not going to rewind and go back to, oh, this guy got killed by this, that, and the third. Which this movie That's kind true. of... Maybe, a little, maybe the way they died made me think of Final Destination, not necessarily... Yeah, it's cool. It's very, like, because it's very intense. <laughs> oh, intense isn't even the word. It's... <laughs> It's wild. <laughs> yeah, him killing with the car, man. It's just yeah. It's 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 crazy. It is. It was good. I liked that part of it though. I really did like that part. The car aspect, I love. Oh, he has pictures mm-hmm. of these girls in his car. Speaking of Final Destination, um, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead's in it for like ten minutes. In She's in Final Destination three. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mhm. Okay. Since we brought that movie up again, I would love to see them redo <laughs> that again. I really enjoyed Final I would Destination. love for them to do another Final Destination, or even one that has nothing to do with the current, like, eight movies. Like, just kind of do your own. No, yeah. it's not eight movies. It's like, there's five, I think. One, two, there's four. Yeah, there's five. Like, if they were to do another one and have it, like, unrelated to the rest, that'd be kind of cool. I agree. Or even, I wouldn't even mind if they rebooted the whole series. I don't think that would be bad for it. Because that's one of those movies you can reboot the whole series. Even if you copy the old, you know, use a similar story or something mm-hmm. up a little bit, I wouldn't be mad at that at all. Now the chick's dancing in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It looks painful. That has yeah. tiring for your neck. And you're drinking, too? You're not falling yeah. over? Oh. That's, that's impressive. That's a, it's a pretty, in, a pretty intense scene, especially when he, like, comes up to her and he like says the poem and like and then he's like ah well I'm gonna have to write you down this chicken shit and it's funny because then she does the lap dance and it's very like intense and then it like cuts like old school movie theaters like they tried to make the movie like an old school drive-in movie and that's why you see like little spots on the screen where it's like a blip like you know when you'd go to the drive-in and like the picture would cut out in one section it'd be like almost like a little dot on the screen I didn't know that. I mean, I noticed it happening in the movie, but I just, I had no idea why, but that's, that's interesting. Yeah, and so that's why certain things, like, cut out, and it kind of, like, does, a, like, a record scratch. It's almost because it's, they're trying to mimic, like, an old-school drive, drive-in type, a movie type of, like, screen, because the whole point of the double feature, they called the double feature Grindhouse, and then they showed the movies together, The Death Proof and The Planet Terror, because it was supposed to be, like, an old-school drive-in double feature. Okay. That and that's sense. why, yeah, that, that's why in the beginning you have those little trailers, like the machete trailer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. that, that makes plenty of sense now. Yeah. They actually turned that machete trailer into a movie. It wasn't the Machete Kills movies, right? With, uh, I think so. Danny with Danny Trejo. Oh, I gotta check that out, man. Yeah, they ended up, because it got a lot of, like, Everyone who's went and saw like the Grindhouse movies, and they were um they saw the Machete trailer. Everyone was like, "This is badass!" And yeah. so like they ended up going, and they ended up yeah, going cool. on with that. Yeah. Those old ass cell phones in this. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crap! I see her text, and I'm just like, "Wow, she has the." Oh yeah, the. <laughs> You see the text messages on the screen. You got to push the buttons like eight times to write yep. two words. I think this movie was like 2008. Yep. Sounds about right. Yep. That sounds mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. I'll 
how technology's changed in the past 11 years. Mm-hmm. 10, 11 years. Damn. But I, I like that drive-in feel now that you bring it up. Because I like yeah. the old-school, grainy kind of look for, for horror movies, especially. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like, I like when they look beautiful and crisp on a Blu-ray. But I do like how this kind of gives you that feel. Yes. Yes, I love that. Because it makes it a little a little creepier. Yeah, it definitely does. It definitely <laughs> does. What's the latest horror movie you've seen? Um, I recently saw... I think the only thing I can think of right now that I've recently saw was the scary stories to tell in the dark. And how was that? Um, it was definitely targeted more for kids, which understand it's understandable because the books I read in elementary school. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was very much a horror movie for kids, and it did a perfect job of that. And it it was a the monsters looked really cool. The monster like the it's Gilmore del Toro. I expected them to look pretty cool. My issue was that they put special effects makeup on the people for the monsters and then overlaid CGI on top of that. And the CGI looks fake and a little terrible. And it's like, you should have just left the practical effects makeup. It looked so much better and creepier. And then on top of that, the story was pretty good. The kids were pretty great actors. Um, But uh, I wish it was an anthology, to be honest, just because the book was like, short short stories so i kind of would have liked in the anthology but mm-hmm. how they did it and how they made a story out of it was really <laughs> unique and cool and they did a really good job like i recommend it you recommend it. so it's worth it's worth a watch it's, it's yeah worth, yeah it's just this i am going to tell you the cgi is kind of in some scenes painful but See, that's cgi for you <laughs> i know i was about to say it's, it's at the point now with cgi either i have a love-hate relationship with it as you've heard me mention mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. it's like when I know a lot of CGI's in a movie, I don't really expect much. I kind of try to watch the movie still. But it, it does suck that they don't use just practical effects a lot more. And cut down on the C- I know sometimes you have to use CGI. That's fine. I get it. Mm-hmm. They do overdo it. The fact is, like, you can see them put the special effects makeup on the, the no-toe lady. The lady, the, like, the... The big toe. It's, the story is called the big toe in the book, and like the lady who lost her toe that's coming on, like, going, "Where's my toe?" They put special effects makeup on this person, and it looked creepy as hell, and looked so awesome and badass. And then you go and you watch it in the movie, and it's like there's certain parts of it where you can see where it's just special effects, and it looks so awesome. And then the parts where you tell it's CGI, it's like it wasn't. This could have been done so much better. But at the same time, when you're trying to scare kids. Yeah. CGI's for scare kids, so. Practi- practical effects could do it too, though, but I do get what you mean. Yeah. I feel like practical effects can actually do it more just because it looks mm-hmm. more realistic. It looks so real. Versus CGI, it's kind of cartoony or mm-hmm. computery or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's. I don't know. <laughs> At the scene now where the guy is begging the girl to go in the car. She's three! That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she's like, "Come on, I want to make out," and he's like begging, like, like, oh, it's like, yeah. That always scene always made me laugh because the guy's like, "Oh, I want to make out." It's like, dude, <laughs> that would not make me want to make out with someone. I'd be like, "Yeah, no." Yeah, I don't even think I'd try to pull that move off. <laughs> and why do they have to go to the car to make out? Why can't they do it right on the? little porch thing they're staying on, a little deck. I think it's because she didn't want anyone to know that she was making out with him. Ah. That's the case. So he put, he's, he's one of those type of guys. Mm-hmm. He's just walking away and finding somebody else. <laughs> terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. That's a double standard, though. <laughs> because if it was the other way around, people would say, it's wrong, he's treating her wrong, and this, that, and the third, making her beg for this. But... <laughs> That's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about death proof. Mm-hmm. And horror in general. One movie I do recommend while I'm thinking about it is uh the new Child's Play movie. Yeah. I love that it. was pretty good. Oh, you did see it. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. I did see it. I had one issue with it. Okay. What was that? My only issue was I wish they would have kept the idea of having the doll be possessed and not... And not just uh, electronic doll gone crazy. 
See, I, that didn't bother me. I actually like that they changed it. I know they had to because the, what was it, Mantini? Mm. They didn't want them to, like, copy the story too much. There were certain, like, there were certain things they had to take out of the movie and switch up with kills because it couldn't, okay. be, similar, it couldn't be similar to the original or the same as the original at all. Okay. But well, I, I liked how they switched it just because it gave you a whole new fresh story. And then with new horror fans, especially with the yes. younger generation, I guess I can say, they get to mm-hmm. see something different. You get to see a different twist on Chucky, which was, yeah. I thought it was amazing. And I like mm-hmm. how you had, a disgruntled, you had a disgruntled employee just turn all the safeties off with that, to- with that toy and mm-hmm. just switch it up. I thought it was cool. And then I love how they had um, Texas Chainsaw 2 playing in the background of the movie and Chucky's wife. Yeah. Oh, I liked that. Like, I did, I get it, and I liked how they did it, but my only problem with it was I felt bad for Chucky at certain points. Me too. Because he didn't know right from wrong. Yeah, he didn't know right from wrong. I mean, yeah, he's, he didn't know right from wrong, because, like, he's seen them watching a movie of people getting killed and laughing and enjoying it, so he's like, okay, this is cool, this is right. Mm -hmm. But then he just, I, I really enjoyed it, and I like how... Because it was the toy, and then with mm-hmm. everybody so addicted to their electronics and everything connecting to your phone, connecting to your TV, turning your lights off, and turning your car mm-hmm. on. I like that a lot, because you can almost see something like, not necessarily to that aspect, but you can almost see something like that happen. Your phone getting hacked, your computer getting hacked, your computer in your car getting hacked, and someone taking control yeah. of that. I think... I think now that you're saying that, what I would have liked better, instead of just keeping it possessed all, is if it was a, like a hack, like an actual person hacking it and moving it around, because that would give it less innocence. Yeah. Because I didn't like that he had innocence to him, because it made me feel bad for him. And I didn't like that. Like, I don't want to feel bad for the horror guy. I want to, you know, I want him to be, like, cold-blooded. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's just he, me, I guess. He, he, he was getting more like that, though, towards the, as the movie started going on, especially at the end. Yes. When, when he got into all those dolls. Mm-hmm. Just... Which is kind of what they did with, like, um, the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Because in the beginning, they kind of make you feel bad for Freddy, because they're all like, oh, you know, because for a while there, you think he's innocent, and they just burned a guy alive. But then you find Even though he's innocent. That... Then you find out, like, within the last ten minutes that he was definitely not innocent. Not at all. But, so, I get it, but I just, I don't like feeling bad for the, like, the, the villain. See, I'm. I don't mind feeling bad for the villain. There's, I nine times out of ten, especially if it's Jason, I'm rooting for the villain. Well, he's a hero. In my yes. Life, but yeah. That's besides but the it, point. No, go it's ahead. like the same with the lights out movie. Like I felt bad for her, like the, the villain, and it's like yeah. it made it less scary. I don't know. Okay, that right there, I can kind of see what you're saying because it makes it a little less scary. Mhm. But then, so then does that mean? What about the Halloween Rob Zombie Halloween? The, Original, the first one, where you see how the kid's getting bullied, he lives in a shitty household, and this, that, and the third. Did you feel bad for him? Um, I have not seen the Rob Zombie Halloween's. Really? <laughs> you refuse to watch them? What? You refuse to watch them? I have never seen them. I just, I just, um, I think it's because I still need to finish the original Halloween series. Because I wanted to finish that before I got onto that one. I will say this about the originals in that one. Um, with the originals, they jump like the first two stick with. They're like back to back. Literally, I think they start like they're like day a day apart or whatever. Mm-hmm. Three, as you've heard, season of the witch has nothing to do yeah. with the series. Mm-hmm. And it, it, that series kind of jumps around. Like Michael Myers is in every single one of them besides three. Mm-hmm. But that series kind of jumps around, so you could. You could watch yeah. the first one of the Rob Zombie movie and still be fine. Oh, okay. And then because like, I know it's a remake, maybe I should just watch them because I know there's only three. I could just get through them not like in a weekend. Yeah, they're not bad. They're they're fun though. I enjoy like a lot of people hate them, but I I enjoyed them. Part six is another mm-hmm. one that's kind of weird. Uh huh. It's called the Curse of Michael Myers or whatever. That one's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I can like to speak on that a little bit. Like you could you could probably feel bad for for Michael even in, like, the original, because he's almost just, like, kind of like a like a, a boy that's, like, kind of obviously has something wrong with him. Yeah. Mentally. Yeah. But in the end, he keeps, like, coming back, and he keeps, mm-hmm. like, 
he's almost like he's almost an entity at that point. Yeah. So it takes away it almost takes yeah. away that innocence. I agree. So no, so if they kind of do that with the Rob Zombie ones, then I could definitely see myself. Feeling bad. It's still being not well. If they do that with the Rob Zombies and they keep them kind of like an entity, like they did in the originals, I probably, I probably won't feel bad for him. Like yeah. just like the originals, I don't really feel bad for him. I would say, as far as the Rob Zombie ones go, there's a lot of hate for the second one. I didn't like it myself. The first one I thought yeah. was. Good. There's a lot of hate for Rob Zombie movies in general, which I understand. But the first mm-hmm. one I thought was the first one I thought was pretty good because I, I I do like the backstory thing. But yes, I, like, I sometimes like when they get backstories. I feel like it takes away from, I guess the the scariness of the movie only because there's a backstory. Yeah. So you know, yes, kinda, I agree. Like the yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street remake, yeah. as cool as the backstory kind of is, it takes away from the movie because like what makes Freddy scary? The fact that you don't really know much about him. Exactly, and the same way. So. Um, with this Halloween thing, with the original Halloween, you don't mm-hmm. know why Michael went upstairs and killed his sister. You don't. Know yeah, that's why. all you know. Yeah. You don't know why he's after Laurie Strode, his sister. Mm-hmm. Did you see the twenty eight, the one from last year, twenty eighteen? Yes. Halloween? Yes. So you seen I did. What'd you think? I, I liked it. But. I did really like it. Um, uh, I there's one thing I didn't like about it. Besides that, I loved it. Um, I just didn't like the whole like. The, the granddaughter and the boyfriend and, like, the cheating thing, because it, it, it didn't do anything to the story, really, and they never went back to it, and it was just kind of, like, filler, but besides that, I really loved it. Okay. hmm For me, um, I really enjoyed it. I really loved it, too. I, I like the funny parts in it. I do wish it was a little bit darker, mm-hmm. a little darker, a yes, little less yes. humor, but the humor didn't bother me, because it, it was in places where it wasn't too, too bad, but I still wish, you know. Oh, Yeah. And I only say that because I feel with Jason and Freddy, you can't have, or no, sorry, Jason and Michael, you can have a little humor in their movies, but you don't, they're more cold-blooded killers. There's not really any, there's nothing funny about those two at all. Mm-hmm. Freddy's but you bring too much, you bring too much humor and you get yeah. too similar. You, I mean, we all know about the late Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I'm a diehard Freddy fan, but they are campy. Yeah. Plain and simple. <laughs> I mean, a lot of slasher films are real campy and stuff, which is fine, but it was just... Oh, yeah. If they dialed down the humor a little bit with the Halloween movie, which, again, it didn't really bother me too much, mm-hmm. it would have been better. And then, other than that, I really loved the movie. Like, the father's <laughs> humor in that, he... That was a little bit too much. When he's making the peanut butter mm-hmm. and jelly sandwich, I got peanut butter on my penis. I'm like, how does that even happen? <laughs> Why is that even out while you're making yourself a sandwich? That stuff like that, like that, that it was funny. I laughed at it, but that could have been taken out of the movie. I didn't need to make the final. Yeah, thing. yeah. But the little kid running and scaring the little black kid—that was funny. That that didn't. Hurt oh the yes, movie I loved him in that. He was perfect for that movie. See that that humor. If they just had hit like hit the humor with him in that, and then nothing else, mm-hmm. it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. The father humor that was just weird. I mean, it made no sense. Yeah, yeah. At all, but. I guess it happens. And then... They're making two more Halloween movies, right? Halloween Kills and Halloween something. The last Halloween or whatever. What one was it? One of them. I know one of them's called Halloween Kills. And I, f- I think the other one's called The Last Halloween. or I don't remember what the other one's called. I know one's called Halloween Kills, though. But they're doing... That's two okay. more. For the, and then I think they'll be done with it. But you never know. Oh. You never know. Yeah. Okay. That'd be cool. And uh, I have my, which I've said this on here before, as you see in the movie, I don't know how well you remember the movie, but you know how he's in the basement, it's a trap, they set the basement on fire. Yes. And there's, people are saying, like, how does he survive this? I have, I could be wrong, but I, if I'm not mistaken, there is a part in the movie where they're showing Laurie, Laurie Strode's house and, like, the outside of the house. There's, like, a good, mm-hmm. maybe... Between 5 and 20 seconds, I don't remember how long it was. You know how the basements have the doors where you can go outside, and they have the doors that come open up? Mm-hmm. They show that for like 2 seconds. 2 oh. to 10 seconds. Really quick. And they never show it in the movie again, they never mention it again. So I say hmm. he survives, and then if you stay for after the credits, you hear him breathing. Mm. And like I said, they're, they, they, are, they said they're making 2 more movies at least. Oh yeah. So you know he survived. 
And I remember oh, yeah. Michael. Thing, the, way, <laughs> the way the movie ends, you see his, you, no, sorry, you see the granddaughter holding the knife. And they zoom in on that one in the back of the truck. You think she's going to be the next killer, but it's, it's not going to happen like that. Mm-mm. So I'm hoping, if I'm hoping with Michael surviving and all that, they kind of show how he got out of the house and survived because you see the shit on fire. Like, how does he get out of this? Well, Michael's also like the boogeyman. <laughs> yeah, he is, and I I don't want it to. Oh no, you haven't seen. I can't even say this part, so never mind. I don't want to ruin the other Halloween franchises for you. I'll do that. On my, I'll do that in my Halloween review spoiler podcast okay. thing. <laughs> but since you said you haven't seen it, mm-hmm. have you been to any cons lately? I went to I went to Mother City Nightmares. How was that? Great! I got to meet the whole like Hellraiser cast and everything. That was really fun. I met like Danny Torrance and That's cool. got to dress up. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And you still have not read Doctor Sleep? No, I need to. It's good. I just mm-hmm. finished it yesterday with that app I was telling you about before, the Libby app. Oh, yeah, Libby, yeah. Did you download that yet? Yes, I have Libby. You should look You should look for that book, like, ASAP, because I was... I oh, it'll get old. checked out fast, I'm sure, because the movie's coming out. It might already be out. No, the movie comes out in, like, November. Oh, no, no, no. I mean your, the book on your end, because, like, I... Oh. That's why I said you should look and put it on hold, because I, um... I think I had it on hold for like four to six weeks. Oh wow! And then I, when I finally got it, I didn't even really—I <laughs> yeah. wasn't paying attention to my to the Libby yet. So I was like, "This is the only book I really want to listen to right now." I was like, well, "As soon as it comes in, I want to be ready. I don't mm-hmm. want to be in the middle of a book." Mm-hmm. And so I finally see it, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "I had this book for like three days already." So I had to just—you <laughs> can start change. watching. Yeah. I was—I like I listened to it at work, but you can like change how fast the reader reads or whatever the you know, the speed of it. So that does yeah. help a lot. And I just did that. I had like six hours left yesterday. I worked overtime. I was like, I got to finish this book today because it's mm-hmm. due back. I think it was due back Monday. Okay. Really good book. I think you're going to enjoy okay. it. Okay. I th- I'm sure I will. I'm super excited for the movie. And I hear the, the movie Dr. Sleep is going to incorporate like – it's going to incorporate information that was given to us in not only the book, The Shining, but also the movie, The Shining, Ooh. from Stanley Kubrick's view. Nice. That'll be interesting. That's what I hear, so that'll be nice. And at, at the, when this book ends, like after the author's done, excuse me, don't hit stop, let it play out, because Stephen King will talk for maybe a good five minutes about... Oh, really? Yeah, he talks about a little bit about The Shining, and then about this book, and why he did it, and this, that, and the third. So that was I don't want to, I don't, well, two things. I don't want to spoil it, what he said, and two, I don't remember what he said. Okay. <laughs> but it was cool. But it's one of those things you, as I know you're a Stephen King fan, I know you love the book. Oh, yes. And the oh, movie, yes. So definitely, definitely check that out. What's your favorite Stephen, right, King, will... book? Stephen King book? If you had to choose just one book. Mm. You know what? Give me your top, I'll say two. Give me your top two. Top two? I really, I have not read it yet, so I won't be mentioning it because I need to read it. But I really enjoyed Pet Cemetery, and I really enjoyed The Shining. Okay. For me, I've read all those ones you just named. But Carrie, Carrie was really great too. I have to do that one. Maybe I'll put Carrie's that really one. good, yeah. But I, I really yeah. enjoyed. Um, it was amazing, and Pet, I think Pet Cemetery is still my favorite though. I just by like a little bit compared oh. to it. It's a good book, yeah. But it was it was really good. That's also on the Libby app. Ooh. I've been really wanting to read that one. You should. Highly recommend it. And with with the Libby app, you can oh. now, well, I guess you could do this all the time. My friend told me about this a couple of weeks ago. Cuz usually the the um the default is 7 week or no, sorry, 7 days to listen to a book. Mm-hmm. But you can go into the you can go when you go to look at the book to borrow it. You can change that to like 21 days oh that's nice so i would say get like a get just look for like a bs book you don't care about and switch the settings to 21 days and i believe after that all your other books will go to 21 days as a default oh nice because i just did that i did that the other day it was a book i wanted to check out and nobody it wasn't on hold so i just did the 21 days for or i tried to do the seven days i did something wrong so i just returned the book and then got the book back in 21 days nice 
So yeah, it's it's worth it, especially for Stephen. Some of Stephen King's books are long as long as hell. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Because people say it is thicker than the Bible or something oh, like that. It is like okay. So my brother gave me that book maybe a month, maybe a month or two. I don't remember exactly before the movie came out. Mm-hmm. So, but I would read it a little bit at home when I could. And then I would, when I go to work, I would drop my truck off at my father's house to take the bus, and I'd read it on the bus. Mm-hmm. When I, you know, this is here and there when I could. And then when I really started getting really into the book, the movie's coming out in like two weeks. I was like, oh. like page two or three hundred. There's no way in hell I'm going to finish this book. How did you time. do that? Mm-hmm. So I looked, I YouTube it, looked online. I got lucky and found it on YouTube, the whole audiobook on YouTube. Don't know how I got lucky and found it. So I, del- I downloaded it all that day or that night. But two days later, it was off of YouTube. I was like, I'm so glad. Oh! And I listened to it all at work. Definitely worth it. Definitely freaking worth okay. it. Okay. I definitely need to check out Dr. Sleep for sure. You should. Mm-hmm. Did you check it out yet? Or is it in your... Oh, you're, you're using your phone. Never mind. <laughs> but I highly recommend that book. They're still at the bar? Hi! Right. What? Now, now here's the lap dance scene. Lap dancing. Yep. Lap dancing is the best. Oh. I just love Kurt Russell. I don't care. I don't care how old he is. I don't care that he's with Goldie Hawn. I love Kurt Russell. <laughs> so if he was ever at a con, would you be able to go up to him without being overly excited? They would call security. <laughs> <laughs> Try to cut a lock of his hair. I would probably not want to leave. They'd be like, "You need to leave." Lavender. I paid to be here. I'm gonna be here. Eat, yep. eat. <laughs> I'd probably get kicked out too, because I'd probably like pay for two signatures and I'd get them to sign something, but then try to get them to sign my breasts, and like, I'd probably get kicked out. Yeah. You never know. He might. <laughs> he might. <sighs> this, yeah, this, this movie though it was a fun it was a fun movie is oh this, gosh yes is this like one of your favorite horror movies or I know it's like borderline horror slash action action slash uh, or thriller maybe but. yeah um, it's one of my favorites it's hard for me to say top because I've seen like so many horror movies and there's so many horror movies I appreciate and love but it's definitely one like like for me to say top, I say, yeah, I'd say it's one of my one of my top. All right. So what's what's one horror movie? Which I asked this on the Facebook group. I'm still waiting for your answer. But what's one what's one horror movie? Oh, I'm sorry. That's cool. What's one horror movie that you feel every horror fan should see? Not even oh. first, not even like getting somebody into horror, like here, this is the first movie you should watch. Just in general, like every horror fan, you feel like they should see this movie. You already know I'm going to see Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> okay. Which one? Which one? Oh, the original. Yeah. Number one. Okay. okay. I, I or, that. um, I guess if, if you, you want me to answer that with one that's like maybe less known, like maybe one that like. Every horror fan should watch that. I would think that not every horror fan has seen would be, um, what the? um, <laughs> uh, well, I, I want to say Train to Busan because I really liked Train to Busan. I still have to watch. People keep telling me to watch that damn movie. You told me, it's really good. My good friend Miles told me, I think Henry told I gotta listen to people now, I gotta start listening and just watch it. Uh-huh. Train to Busan's really good. And then I'm just trying to think of one that's maybe, wow, like, not as known. I guess, I mean, I would say Terrifier, but I'm pretty sure in the horror community, Terrifier's pretty famous at this point. Yeah. yeah. I said, um, I said Jaws for one. Oh, yeah. My, Jaws my brother, my brother, Henry, he'll, he refused. he's never seen it. He just, he's not big in the animal what? horror. He refuses to watch it. Cause he's like it's so he's like it's so avoidable. You just don't go in the water, which true, but still it's still a good movie. Yeah. I said Jaws. I, mean, I said um, Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, and my biggest okay. reason for that was it's when the whole iconic mask actually comes into play. Yes. And the first yes. movie that you see Jason with the mask, donning the mask, mm-hmm. and 
The story's not bad. I mean, I love. You already know I'm a huge Jason fan. I have a freaking hat. Oh yes. Show you what I have. Uh huh. I think you've seen this before. But. Oh yeah. I have a book bag now that my wife got. I have a. That's really cool. I have a Camp Crystal Lake counselor shirt, and I love it. That's one thing I need to get next. Uh-huh. I have a few shirts. Well, I got mm-hmm. a shirt on now. But, um, yeah, I think those two movies are good. And it, there's plenty more. Like, I was going to say The Thing, but somebody beat me to it. The Thing, oh, yes, because the practical effects in The Thing are amazing. Yes. And Kurt Russell. I mean, if that's if that's if that's gonna get you to watch it, yeah. But um, what was another one? Somebody said that stands out. I forgot. Dead Alive. I think my brother said that. Dead Alive's interesting, but that's more of a comedy horror. It's like along the same field as like Evil Dead Two. Mhm. I agree. Which unpopular opinion, I guess, with a lot of Evil Dead fans. The Evil Dead remake is my favorite Evil Dead. It's good, but it's not my favorite. (laughs) Original. The originals was my favorite. Yeah. That that remake was done so well, and then just the blood where it was raining blood at the end. I loved it. Oh yeah, it definitely. They did an amazing job on that remake. And you know what? And some people argue that it's not a remake. What do they say? It's just. They argue that it's uh, the fourth one. People are always going to argue over these little things with this. <laughs> I'll just ask people who made the movie. Is this supposed to be a remake? Yes? Okay. It's a remake. But it was... I loved that one. Oh, you back? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Because oh, uh, okay. um, they argue that... Because you can see Ash's car in like the back. So they argue that it's like has to take place after the first Evil Dead. Okay. That makes or the sense. second one. Or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. Mhm. Still, I really love that one. And then I'll say another really good, well done re. I don't like this one better than the original, but I feel like it was done amazing. Is Texas Chainsaw Massacre from two thousand three? Okay. I thought that was done really good. Yeah, it was done pretty good. I don't think it's up. Th- it's not up there with the the original. Was just amazing, in my opinion. Oh gosh, yeah. Just because. Oh yeah. It was real dark and gritty, and just. I loved it, but again, mm-hmm. that remake was that remake was good. Yes, yes, I agree. Oh my! Uh, now we're at the scene where I don't remember what's his name again in this movie. Kurt Russell's character, Stuntman Mike. He has the blonde hair chick in the car with him. He's ah, uh, Rose McGowan's character. Yes, and she's. I like Rose thing. McGowan. And he's just boom. Her, head her in this, window. yes, when her head smashes and then she falls back and her whole face is like smashed and she's still kind of twitching and like kind of alive still. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it even more terrifying because like she's dying, but it's yes. slow and it's painful and it's agonizing. Why would you? My question is, you see the shitty seat that's in there. Why would you even get uh-huh. in? Like that? Because she like. Well, the thing is, he had just been fraternizing with her at the bar for hours. Yeah. At this point, she trusts him. You know? I, I, I guess, but still, like, if I open a window and I see that divider you have in your car, I see mm-hmm. there's, like, no seat belts, there's a bullshit seat over here. I'm like, look, you know what? I'll, I'll, <laughs> if it's a But everyone also thing. at the bar knew him, because they're like, who's this guy? They're like, oh, it's Stuntman Mike. So it's, like, not, like, a stranger in a sense. Like, there's yeah. things that happen throughout the movie that make it feel like the barrier of him being a stranger keeps getting broken down. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, she she shouldn't have gotten that car. No, no, not at all. That was a horrible idea, but it happens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but the kill, again, I love the I love this kill. I enjoyed it. I love the stunts with the cars. Did not like how they destroyed the cars, but <laughs> I can... I, can I love... The song at the end. I know. I know. I already said that, but the Chick Habit song. Mm-hmm. And they start throwing up like pictures of women. I don't know what the pictures of women mean, but like when I was a kid, I always like thought of it as being like his victims. That makes sense. But like, I have no idea what they mean. I should probably look it up. That makes plenty of. Oh, she's all bloody and now just still trying to sit up. 
she's looking over. Yep, how she's like, yeah, how she's like still kind of like breathing and like, you know she's dying, but like it's very painful, yeah. There she goes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think your theory on that is correct about the pictures of the girls. Mm-hmm. It definitely makes a lot of sense. Makes plenty of sense. Yeah, because like the end is like payback. Yeah, yep. It's such a girl power ending, too, and that's what I love about it. <laughs> Especially because when he gets out the car and he's laughing, he was like, oh, girls, that was so much fun. And then he gets all, like, pissed off when they shoot him. And he's like, oh, my God, and he's running away crying. And he's like, <laughs> and he's, like, drinking alcohol. It's like, dude. Like, yeah, you, you kind of deserve that and more. Yes. Not even kind of. You definitely deserve that and more. Yes. Okay, I just... And that girl, um, that girl Zoe Bell, mm-hmm. towards the end, who's... The stunt, she plays a, a stunt woman, and it's funny because she's a stunt woman in real life. Oh, nice. Yeah, and she's in, like, a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies. Nice. I fast-forwarded up to the part where he, um, he drives past the girls in his car, turns his lights off, <laughs> his engine and all that. Yep. I was like, I just have to see what you, I have to see this scene again. I love I love when they turn that song on in the car, and then that's the death start from that okay yeah how they're all like dancing and then like it's like the anticipation because the car's coming and you know it's coming Mm -hmm. yeah yep they're just jamming on Mm mm-hmm she has her foot out the damn window there you go show her the foot again god damn you yep there goes the leg it's about to happen in a minute i like his little duck thing on the front of his car right Coming around the corner. He turned his lights on at, like, the last second, right? Yep. yep and it, like, Boom. and then you kind of see them all, like, heavily breathe in real quick. Like, almost like a, <gasps> and then dead. Dad, they're just, oh, the leg. There goes the leg. Oh, damn. She got her face ran over by that tire. Yep. Taken right off. Yep. I do. That's one aspect of this movie I like is how they did the replays of that. Because you know what it makes me think of too is besides a movie within a movie, it kind of makes me think of a video game. Oh yeah. Crazy happens in a racing game, sports games usually, and they'll have a replay of it. They'll like let you watch the replay if you want to. Hmm. I just thought of that right now. That's yeah. Now he's in the hospital. After all his craziness, and they don't even and they, they don't even question yep. like what happened to the girls. He just because they just chalk it up to a car accident. Ugh, makes sense. Makes plenty of sense. Speed was definitely a factor. <laughs> yes. So what would you uh what would you rate this movie? Out of ten. Yeah, one out of ten. Um. Locks of Kurt Russell's hair. Oh, ten then. <laughs> a ten? Yeah, it's just so entertaining. It is. It is an entertaining movie. Especially like the action sequences in it. Yes, yes. I can't say I love Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I love the actresses and the actors in it, like Rose McGowan and I love Rosario Dawson, she's a badass and then um uh, and then Zoe Bell's pretty badass, and then, uh, oh, I can't think of the name of the other girl, the other actress who's, who wants, who does the driving, she drives the white car, because I know Zoe Bell's character is the one on the hood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking, I don't, I'm horrible with names, so I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Because Rosario Dawson was in Sin City. She's in a lot of, st- I like her. Yes. She's going to be in the new uh, Zombieland. Is she? Yes. You excited? Oh, yeah. Okay, here's the part where they're at the store and he's looking at her. If I had to fast forward to that. Did you notice that there's a, um, I don't know which one it is, but there's a Fangoria magazine when they go in the store? Oh, no, I didn't. Like when they go in the store now and when they look at the, um, I'm trying to get to that part. I don't want to go past it, though. You'll see them, like, kind of going over the magazines and stuff. 
Mm-hmm. There's the damn feet again. Mm-hmm. with her feet. Yep. Him and feet, man. Like, he tickles it and then he sniffs it. Yeah. Quintino's got a thing for feet. Really I've is. always thought that, and then just I just recently I think it was con- it was confirmed. But you think about it, every single one of his movies, Kill Bill, the wiggle, the big toe scene, <laughs> feet, feet, anyway. right? I, I, and then from dusk till dawn, there's a couple si- scenes. Like even there's a scene where Quentin Tarantino's character in From Dusk Till Dawn is like staring at the young girl's foot, like just staring at it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, this movie, and then definite. Oh yeah, and then even in um. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Margot Robbie. There's a scene where her feet are up on the on the theater seat, and they're like bright as day, and they take up like most of the freaking picture of the. He's gonna do a movie yeah. one day that's just feet. You're gonna hear all the dialogue and everything, but it's just gonna be everybody's feet in the whole damn movie. Just wait. <laughs> uh, all right. But yeah, this one for sure. And it also makes, but I kind of like that they did the feet thing in this movie just because it makes Kurt Russell's character look even creepier. Like, he's already a fucking creep. And then you add that on top of it, it's like, yeah. okay. I agree. Wow. I just, hang on, I just went past it. Because he, like, obviously gets off on this hunter-prey thing and it's must up. Which is cool. I, see, I like that, though. It's but how they do it, though, is cool, yes. Yeah. It makes it, like, it makes your skin crawl, and that's, I mean, that's a good horror movie, right? <laughs> I agree. You're right, definitely right on that. Oh, James. <laughs> Hang on, let me see. I'll try to show you. Oh, the Fangoria magazine? Yeah, I can't even tell if I'm looking at my damn TV or not. Am I looking at the TV with the camera? Yeah. I can't see. Can you see it or not really? Uh, Not really. Oh, wait, I think I see it right there, yeah. It's right under the Aphrodite movie. Yeah. Gloria. Yeah. Um, That's cool. Like, the first time I seen this movie, I pointed it. I was like, holy shit. That's awesome. And that, yeah, so that. I guess I gotta get my movie rating now. <sighs> because of the cars... The women and now the Fangoria. I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Okay. Seven and a half. I can dig it. I can dig it. You can dig it. It was, it was definitely <laughs> a fun it. movie, though. It's one of those ones that will keep ah! there's so much action in it, which yes, that's the part I liked a lot about it was the action in it. I loved it. Mhm. Because you want when you see these kind of movies, you don't want to see just like a a slow burn for the whole movie, and then maybe one or two things happen, and then that's it. You want to see. Some crazy shit. And you want to see some movies. hot women, some hot Kurt Russell, and some hot cars. I agree with you. Two out and of three. Some yes. <laughs> awesome, and some awesome fucking death scenes. Yes, definitely the awesome death scenes. I, those are fucking amazing. <laughs> some people want to see all those feet, I guess. So I guess <laughs> everybody gets something out of it. I mean, I mean, hey, if someone's listening and they're into that, we're not judging you. It's totally cool. Like, yeah, not just all. not our thing. <laughs> You know who you are. I'm not going to call you out either. <laughs> but, yeah, this movie, it was, like I said, it was a fun movie. And, again, I can't say enough about the, because they were really nice cars. That's just yes. what keeps getting me. Like, a lot of times you'll see cars in movies. Not all the time. You'll see muscle cars in movies, and they need work, which doesn't bother me either. But these ones mm-hmm. are all just really nice cars, but then they end up fucking them up. I know. At the end? Yeah. Crashing. In the it's bank. sad, isn't it? It's terrible. That's the worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Destroying cars in movies, animals, and children. Those are my three. The rest I don't care. I don't care. Now, if it's an evil child, that's different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get that. I don't even mind if there's evil children in movies. But when, you, when the kids get killed in movies, I'm like, that's kind of messed up. Yeah. Animals, that's kind of messed up in cars. Mm-hmm. But adults, you did that to yourself. And teenagers, you did that to yourself. Yeah. Oh, animals, it upsets me so bad. Yeah. It's... I get it in some movies. If it works in movies, though, so it's same with the kids and stuff. If it works, if it goes with the story, I get it. If it's one mm-hmm. of those things where it's just like a, a kill-off, it, it, you know, you don't have to do that. Well, what upsets me about older horror movies in animal deaths is that back then they didn't have any laws protecting animals, and there are some horror movies out there where there's an animal death and the animal's actually dying. 
I believe Cannibal Holocaust is one of those movies. Yep. They kill the turtle. They actually kill the turtle. Which is messed up. And it's a very long, brutal death. And it's sad. So when you buy the DVD, you actually have the option to click watch movie with animal cruelty or watch movie without it. So they'll cut that scene out for you. Wow. Nowadays, that wouldn't even pat. No, you can't, you can't do this. Well, he also apologized. The he director. Should've, he should have known that. He did though. apologize. But, I don't know. It was a different time, but still, it's, yeah. it's messed up. I don't know how you could take it, it. It was a big turtle too, old turtle. Like I don't know how you could take a turtle's life like that just for a movie. Like, not cool. Not at all. Not at all with that. Um, I'm trying to think of some more horror stuff to talk about. We both talk, we both seen the Child's Play movie. I have to see the other movies. Yes. What else did I see? Did you see the new Annabelle? No. No. Are you an Annabelle fan? No. <laughs> I saw that first one, and it was so terrible. I didn't even go see the Annabelle creation, so I haven't even seen that. I like so it. I, I like the first one. I like the second one. I got to rewatch them again. I don't remember. But I really enjoyed this last one, though. I thought it was, okay. In my opinion, it was the best out of the, out of the three. Okay. But it's... I've, I've mainly watched all my wife loves those type of horror movies, but then like I love the Conjuring series, and I know it's connected to that. Mm-hmm. I love The Conjuring, so. And, um, what the hell was I going to say? Did you see, I want to see that La Llorona movie. I want to. I heard that one was so bad, and it made me really? so upset because I love, um, the late, the main character in that. I can't think of her name right now. She, she, she plays Daphne in the Scooby-Doo's, but okay. she's in it. And I love her as an actress, but I hear it's just really bad. I'll probably still check it out. But I, my main reason why I want to watch all those movies is because, you know how, like, the Marvel movies, how they all connect? Mm-hmm. Well, with The Conjuring, it's The Conjuring movies, it's The Annabelle, La La Rona. The Nun. The Nun. The Nun movies, because there's going to be another Yeah. One. And there's some other they movies that connect, the names, yeah. they all connect, which is cool. Yeah. And there's, like, a, there's like an order you can watch, you should watch them, so, so to speak. Oh, so that's, I didn't know that. Yeah. What you, you know what's crazy crazy and funny about that is with all these damn movies, it's always like the newest one you gotta watch. You're like, you're supposed to watch this one first, and then this, and then they're like, well, what <laughs> the hell did you put them out? <laughs> the yeah. This is some Star Wars um, crap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Coming out with the middle movies and then the front, and oh, you gotta watch these ones first and this yeah. one. <laughs> and I was cool with four, episode four, five, and six. And then they came out with one, two, and three, and then, the, like you said, the rest. And... Mm-hmm. I watched four, five, six, and I think one, and that was it. I love the originals, the four, five, six. Me too. I haven't seen them in years, but I love them. The new ones have been pretty good. Have you watched them all, or just like here and there? I've watched like Rogue One, the solo movie, all of them, all the new ones. I wouldn't mind seeing like a horror type like that. My brother hates space, so Henry would be a hundred percent against it. He doesn't watch. He won't watch Aliens. He thinks space what? is stupid. He just doesn't like sp- horror movies with animals and space are just not his thing. Really? Yeah. So he's never seen like Event Horizon or anything like that? Not to my knowledge. It's space, but it's like possession. See, he's he hates space. <laughs> and Event Horizon was pretty good. But, um, I mean, I get it, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I'd like to see like a Star Wars horror thing maybe maybe not maybe fan i don't know yeah you did watch never hike alone right that fan made film on youtube no no i don't think i have you would enjoy that they Uh did a really good job on that there's another one i don't remember what it's called but it's um it's more of a fight sequence with jason jason versus michael myers there's really no story to it it was fun it wasn't it was good it was fun Okay, okay. Oh, I don't remember. If you use it, again, they're both on YouTube. Never Hike Alone and then... Okay. Michael vs. Jason or whatever. I okay, I'll have to look them up. But they're both, they're both pretty cool. Well, Never Hike Alone was great. The other movie was pretty cool, I'll say. Cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, anything you want to plug or throw out there? Oh, uh, I mean, my Twitter is at 1428. No underscore. No underscore. I am not Twitter verified. That's the other... 
thing. <laughs> Anything else? Or are you... uh, I don't have a, a YouTube or nothing, so. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, fans, ladies and gentlemen, you should know where to find me by now, but I'm going to thank you for coming on again, though. It's been a while, but it was fun. And uh, so, yeah, definitely thank you for coming on again. Oh, yeah, thank you for having me. Anytime. And um, what am I on? I'm on Podbean, YouTube. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Podbean, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes. Like, share, leave a little review. Tell your friends, your coworkers, your enemies, your husband, your wife, <laughs> anybody. Tell everybody about this podcast. I'll say that. Tell everybody. And uh, you can also check out my Facebook group and Facebook page, Horror with Sir Sturdy. If you ever want to be a guest, shoot me an email, horrorwithsir.sturdy. Again, that's horrorwithsir.sturdy at gmail.com. And as always, I'll see you in your nightmares.